0: okay hey everybody so I want to talk to you about a really cool topic today and it's about how to really look at your body as a part of nature and not even as a part of nature but as nature Um, we often talk about natural living or to get back to nature, or maybe even to harmonize ourselves um, with the rhythms of nature. So that's exactly what we're gonna talk about specifically with getting your body healthier. And in order to get healthier, um, in order to increase your fertility, Often we start with just overall zooming out and looking at our life like we touched on in the core values, looking at what's important to us and trying to slowly move our way in that direction. So in order to achieve a healthy pregnancy, you have to be a healthy person. Go figure. My feeling is the need to treat the person holistically holistic doesn't really have anything to do with alternative medicine but rather looking at how all the systems of you that make up you how they all work together so one of the more useful concepts in taoism that that we use is that everything is holographic okay holographic this is why chinese medicine uses a lot of metaphors and also uses the, is how the diagnostic techniques evolved in this holographic way. Coincidentally, the ancient view of the universe itself is actually gaining popularity in these modern times that it's a holographic universe, meaning that it's all connected, that it's all entangled, that the larger truth, if you will, is contained in every small particle. This is actually an ancient idea that is what's gaining popularity now. Because of this holographic viewpoint, the Chinese understood the inner workings of the body by looking at what's going on in the external environment. If you want a holistic idea of how fertility works and the kind of factors involved, we can look at how life in general is cultivated not only how life is cultivated and generated within the smaller part but the larger part harmonizing ourselves with nature how is life itself generated and cultivated because the the chinese were basically an agricultural society farming provides some very useful metaphors and if you're anything like me I'm actually rediscovering my ancient ancestral lineage that was more agricultural. I've certainly moved away from that um, part of life of farming and gardening and growing and being of the cycles of the earth. And I think a lot of us in this day and age in the fall of 2021, we are all looking at getting a little more clarity on how to be. Um, self-sufficient, which involves um, learning more and more about how life is cultivated in the larger environment. Now if you've ever tried to grow something in a garden, you know that the first thing that you need is a seed. And for a seed to be successful, it has to be created well and the, the, the um, the physicality or the morphology of it needs to be sound. Otherwise, no matter how enticing you make the environment, if the first step is somehow not sufficient, if the morphology is not sound, if it's not intact, then it really doesn't matter how good the other factors are, how strong the environment is or how strong the sun is. Like that, nothing's going to grow. But if the seed is good, then next thing you need to do is make sure that the soil is fertile. So we look at the factors that what might make the soil, meaning this thing here, what make, might make the soil good? We might look at, does it have enough water? Does it have enough nutrition, nutrients in the soil? Does it get enough sunlight? Is the pH right, okay? Then we look to see if the environment that the soil is in is okay. So if this is the soil, what is the environment that that soil is residing within? Are there any insects? Things that are there that shouldn't be there. Are there weeds? (laughs) Is there a proper balance of sunlight, of temperature? Is there overcrowding? Is everything jammed up you know sometimes you need to actually make space and let the energy circulate in order for new life to emerge as opposed to everything being packed in there together smushed together kind of like what happens after you've been seated for a long time if you haven't exercised if you haven't breathed your body if if there's muscle tension so if if, if energy's blood fluids can't flow well in the body, it's kind of, everything is packed together. Sometimes we suggest opening up the space, opening even up the space of your mind. Like if energy, if, if there's stress, is packing all of your to-do list and wish list and love list together so that, you, so that everything has a similar kind of feeling tone Sometimes we need to open up the box of the mind so that there's space for energy to flow. So like that. Um, Anything that might stress the way that the plant is able to express itself. Are there any substances that may be toxic to the seed in the environment or in the soil? And are we planting the seed at the right time? Okay? You you, you getting this? The the same factors that we see play an important role in agriculture are the very same factors that play a crucial role in human reproduction. So if we were to to look at seed issues, those obviously relate to the egg, they relate to the sperm, and to the embryo. So here are there are many issues. There's the sperm quality, the sperm quantity, the motility of the sperm, there's the morphology or the shape of the sperm, there's the egg quality, there's the egg quantity, there's the ability of the egg to move in an unobstructed way into the soil, which is the uterus. So we have to make certain that the fallopian tubes are open, that they're clear, that the fluid inside the fallopian tube goes through its rotation. It moves from yin to yang, just the nature of the fluid inside the fallopian tube along with the fluid around the cervix. It moves from a thick, kind of sticky presentation to a slippery, um, open, thin, more yang expression of fluid. So we have the thick fluids and the thin fluids in the body. And it's actually these fluids that change along with the um, development of estrogen inside the body. That, that's what gives the signal for those fluids to change. And can you imagine that those signals are delivered better under the influence of a really open, relaxed system? or? if the system is more compressed and compact and more compacted and more chaotic which way do you think signals hormonal messages are delivered better right in this more open relaxed spacious fed environment so once an intact embryo reaches the uterus we have to look and see if the conditions in the soil are conducive to implantation of the seed. So we look at the condition and the morphology of that terrain, that means inside the uterus, which we call the endometrial lining. If the condition of the earth is rigid, so really strong, filled with clay, filled with sand, or too dense, or if the soil layer is too thin, there's just like kind of not enough nutrition there, it's gonna be difficult to grow anything either way. So we look for things like uterine scarring, we look for the the tissue, um, if if there's um, adhesions, if there is any kind of um, endometriosis, which means endometrial tissue outside of the uterus or embedded deeper into the uterus, uh, uh, adenomyosis. We, we're looking at the thickness of the lining now a very low-tech way of uh, regarding the thickness of the uterine lining really trying to understand that terrain is to look at the menstruation in the following cycle what does that look like and that's part of the reason we ask a lot of information if you have uh, If you've worked with a Chinese medicine practitioner, you'll know that they're always interested What is how much bleeding was there, what was the color of the bleeding, what was the quality, was it thick, was it thin, and this is a way to get a sense of what was the health of the terrain of the previous cycle. So there needs to be enough space inside the uterus. Is there, are there fibroids inside the uterus, especially at the very top part of the, of the, uh, the, the uterus? That's where the uh, implantation is likely to happen. So that's exactly where we want to see and make sure there that specific area, there's enough room inside the uterus and that specific area is um, free and clear. And then there's the nutritional aspect of the soil. If the soil is depleted, it is hard to grow anything in the soil. So make sure the proper nutrients are being consumed, and not only consumed, but they're being assimilated, meaning broken down by stomach acid, by um, bile, by enzymes from the pancreas, um, and that the nutrients are then being passed on and delivered, disseminated, um, transported to all of the structures that are dependent on, uh, on, on that nutrition. The temperature of the of growing is very important. There's a narrow margin of, of what the environment, the temperature can be. There are very few things that can grow in ice and cold, one of my teachers would always say. So the temperature regulation is very important. In examining this, um, in the in, in you, uh, we would look at the thyroid, in particular. We'd look at the the adrenals, and also we'd look at the cardiovascular system. And working with basal body temperature can also give us a lot of good information on um, the temperature and and if the if the temperatures are in the right ranges. And please refer to. Um, A recent video that I shared with you on basal body temperature to learn more that's such a great low-tech self empowering tool. So you can see that the there is so much about how the body operates and how by zooming out our focus and really trying to look at what cultivates life what allows life to generate itself and bringing our body into harmony with that is a key that one of the most potent keys to taking charge of your fertility to increasing your fertility and just increasing your overall level of wellness and care i hope you enjoyed this video today i'm dr saraswati this is nourishing life where health meets consciousness. And I invite you to leave a message, to like this video, to share it, and hop over to nourishinglife.com and see what we're offering there. We have courses, we have groups, we have experiences, we have some products to lift up and support you. And um, that's about it. I'll see you next time here at Nourishing Life. Bye.